Hey there, welcome to Takeaway with Sam Okus, a podcast from Nation's Restaurant News. I am Sam Okus, Editor-in-Chief here at NRN, and this is the show where I give you an all-access pass to the restaurant industry's most influential decision makers. This is a special bonus episode of Takeaway, and I'm sharing a conversation with Michelle Corsmo, the CEO of the National Restaurant Association. The association, of course, is the largest advocacy group for restaurants in the U.S., and while it does lobby on behalf half of the industry in the nation's capital. It also provides a wealth of resources for brands as they look to overcome the myriad challenges facing restaurants today. Michelle and I sat down at the recent Prosper Forum in Amelia Island, Florida, to discuss those challenges and how the National Restaurant Association is helping operators fight on multiple fronts. We also talked about the concept of leadership in the restaurant industry and how operators have an opportunity to invest invest in their people and provide a lifelong career opportunity. Jumping now into my interview with National Restaurant Association CEO Michelle Corsmo. Uh, enjoy this conversation and stay tuned for our regular episode coming this Thursday. The CEO of the National Restaurant Association, Michelle, thanks for joining me today. It's so great to be here. Thank you, Sam. Yeah, so you've got a big job, and uh, we're not going to cover all of it, but I do want to just talk about some of the things that are going on in yeah. the industry today and where your focus is. But you're about 15, 16 months into this job now. Tell me about your first impressions and your impressions of the restaurant industry. What a great industry to have the chance to work for. You know, I am come from the trade association space. This is the third trade association I've had the privilege of serving. And one thing that's so fun about coming to the National Restaurant Association is the members and the membership that we get to serve. Mm-hmm. You know, I never met a more optimistic group of people. Uh, not only is hospitality in their blood, it's part of what they do, it's why they're here, uh, but, you know, there's so much that's happened, goes without saying, in the last three years. And this industry has this, yep, yeah, we can handle it, and, you know, that was tough, and we got through. Obviously, not everybody made it, but even the ones that didn't make it are thinking about what's the next concept they're going to start, what's the next business that they can launch, And to be able to work for a group of entrepreneurs that are trying to find that opportunity for everybody to come and succeed in the industry and to find that place for them to make a difference is energizing. Yeah, I have to agree. I had to pinch myself when I realized I get to serve this industry. It's it's such a good people, and it's a people industry, obviously. Plus, everybody wants to talk about restaurants, right? It's so fun. People are like, oh, and what's your favorite restaurant? And they love to talk about it. There's always a hard uh, question to answer, I find, but – well, you can't um, have one favorite. It depends, oh, know, on, right? it depends on the day. Yes, depends exactly. on what you're hungry for. I know. I usually have a whole spiel I got to go through. I got to go through my list. <laughs> um, so, you know, I've, you came into the industry at the most difficult period in the restaurant industry history. So uh, inflation and supply chain and labor all obviously being huge challenges. What are you guys spending most of your time thinking about as an advocacy organization? What's really consuming lots of your bandwidth these days? Yeah, I like to categorize kind of what we're going after right now into kind of the four forces that I choose D words just to make it easy to remember. <laughs> but there's no question that demographics is a big driver. Uh, digital uh, is definitely big. Demand shifts are big. And then disruption. So if we break that down, demographics is really all about changing workforce. So there's so much in trying to compete for the workforce of the future. How do we make this an employer of choice? So when people are thinking about, do I want to go into education or healthcare or 
uh, other retail that people think they want to be in the restaurant industry. They want to be in the hospitality industry where they have the chance to interact with people and to serve others and to really work for something bigger than themselves. So there's a lot there. It's also how workforce expectations are changing. What employees are expecting out of their job and what they want from their employer has changed a lot. Mm-hmm. And so we need to be thinking about what are we doing as an industry to make this an attractive place for that workforce to come in and how are we helping support that professional growth. So that's one big area. Um, The next, if we think about digital, uh, I think that we all saw this tremendous increase in digital adoption during the pandemic as so many things accelerated. And it needs to be something that's not an afterthought for restaurants. Like, oh, yes, and then I've got a digital presence. It's really that full integration of digital into uh, your restaurant experience. So what does that digital discovery look like? What does that um, look like in terms of reflecting who you are from an atmosphere uh, perspective? All of that is a big part of um, the business. And then, as we know, uh, we're keeping a lot more customer data. And so we need to think a lot more about our responsibilities there. And, of course, increased cyber um, theft and crime and something for people to pay attention to. So those are big topics. Demand is interesting. You know, after the pandemic, so since pre-pandemic, two-thirds of people are more likely to eat meals off-premise than just before the pandemic. So that's been a real shift in the way that people think about restaurants and approach restaurant food. I like to say that we've moved beyond just dining room or drive through options, but there really is... Um, a bigger sense of how I want to experience restaurants. Am I going to do a family takeout um, and have that back where I bring that back into my home to serve family dinners? You know, so this demand in lots of different places um, is really shifting. And you see the restaurants really responding to that in a great way. And so much about a restaurant changes when you're doing so much more of your business off-premise. The kitchen changes, the way consumers are coming in and interacting. You notice it in the way, um, you know, when you're approaching the restaurant, just the way that they think about that experience for the people that are eating in the dining room versus taking that out. Um, And then the final uh, kind of force to think about is that disruption is a constant. Mm -hmm. You just went through that litany of, all of those things the industry's gone through in the past three years and then post-pandemic with supply chain problems and inflation and remaining, you know, dealing with workforce. It isn't that this is an unsettled time. I really think that we have to have the mindset that this disruption is just how we live and work. And so how do we manage our businesses so that we're much more able to be responsive and agile in that space? Sure. Well, and to the demand and disruption points, I think especially – how does the Restaurant Association serve as a resource for members? Because I think a lot of people look at the association and think, okay, uh, advocacy, advocacy yep. lobbyists, right? Yep. But but you guys do so much more. What are those yeah. resources you guys can provide to members? We do a lot in helping um, with career pathways. That's a big part of what we're doing through the association and our foundation, um, really understanding that there's the youth Uh, that we need to get greater awareness and understanding that they can build a career in the restaurant industry and what a great home and life they can have for themselves here. Um, It's people that are potentially at risk or looking for options to enter the workforce. What can we do to skill them up 
and give them the tools that they need so that they can be ready for those environments. Um, you know, so they understand what workforce expectations would look like. They understand, you know, the basics of food safety and knife skills and those things that really will make the difference in their ability to be successful coming into the restaurant industry. And then also work with um, people that are in the industry and growing their career pathways. So how do you take it to that next level, really go up into that manager, senior executive role, and what's that training that you can do? So spending time on workforce readiness is big. We also spend a lot of time with our members in that networking conversation. Uh, We have a number of groups of industry practitioners that get together to talk about how – how they're facing the particular challenges in marketing and supply chain management in finance issues in sustainability, um, food and nutrition, all of those groups come together to have those conversations about best practices uh, within the industry, which is great. And then we do a lot of work um, for our members in helping them see just, we've got some tools that are great for uh, how to get, the basics of restaurant management down, like things that you need through um, some tools we have through Restaurant Owner. Uh, So that's a great place for people to come in and learn more. And then, of course, at our core, we spend a lot of time on advocacy. Yeah, sure. Mm -hmm. Uh, So at the Prosper Forum where we are right now, um, you know, they've talked a lot about the the opportunity to change the world Uh when you really change your team through your restaurant, change a community. Um, and it's, I, you know, I've had a few moments in this event thinking about the sheer power of people in this room. And you have the CEO of Yum Brands, Inspire Brands. I mean, those two right. alone are, one is the biggest restaurant company in the world, and the yeah. other has some of the biggest companies in the world. And I guess what all that leads me to is, you know, talking about leadership and people and the ability to influence the world through the people of the restaurant industry how does the Restaurant Association really try to emphasize this industry as an opportunity for positive change? Right. There's so many fabulous individual stories about positive change. Um, one of the stories that means a lot to me is the time when I had a chance to meet a young woman named Jasmine who is in a restaurant-ready program in Rancho Cielo, an organization called Rancho Cielo in California. And – She was a high school student um, raised by a single mom and through the pandemic, not doing well in school, right? Having a lot of challenges and the pandemic made it worse. And it got to the point where the school was saying she wasn't going to graduate. And her mom said that she believed in her. And she said, Jasmine, I think you can have a great life if you get some skills and learn how to work in the restaurant industry. And so she enrolled her in Rancho Cielo's program. And Jasmine has earned a number of, um, uh, developed a past number of courses, certifications, and really honed her skills uh, for working in a restaurant. And she's also on track to graduate. She may have already graduated from high school in a time where people didn't think that she could do it. Mm -hmm. And of course she could, she just needed somebody to believe in her and tell her that they believed in her in the same way that her mom did and the people at Rancho Cielo did. And so when I think about leadership in this industry, it's the work that people do to find the Jasmines and say, you have tremendous potential and we will let that potential shine here with us. So her story is an entry level story, but I think that there's so many stories 
that, and we talk about here at the Prosper Forum about how we take those to the next level. How do you increase all of those opportunities in front of you to get the experience so that when those C-suite opportunities come up, you're ready for it. You've had the experiences that make people say, yes, uh, let's put you in these jobs. Let's have you thrive. Mm-hmm. And I think that's that's really a great space um, that I see every day in this industry is people really thinking about how we do that. Thinking of your own leadership, you know, whether you're with the Restaurant Association for two more years or 20 more years. Let's go for 20. 20. Let's yeah. hope for 20. I think Good. the industry wants that too. Um, what do you hope your own leadership and personal impact on this industry could be? It's so interesting. I think that it's not really my impact, but it's what can the association do for its members, right? How does the association help fill a need for um, what the restaurant industry needs to face in the next 20 years? And we know that that is going to change a lot, right? What the restaurant industry looks like today is going to be very different than what it looks like 20 years from now. And if we thought, if we spent time saying, oh, it's going to be like this – we wouldn't probably be very close at all. Yeah. Um, but what I hope that members get out of their investment and time in the restaurant industry is that by coming together with their peers through the association, we've got a better understanding of how the world is changing and what we need to do as an industry to make sure that we thrive. As So what can the association do through our programming, through our initiatives, through our advocacy that really helps the entire industry thrive so that people continue to look to the restaurant industry as positively as they do? I mean, we all love the um, survey results from Gallup that show that we're the most trusted industry out there, and for good reason. Mm-hmm. I mean, everybody that works in this hospitality industry earns that trust every day. And so how do we make sure that we maintain that through all of the things that are going to come at the industry over the next 20 years? Sure. Michelle Korsmo, the CEO of National Restaurant Association. Appreciate your time. Thank you, Sam. It's been a pleasure.